0: hello and welcome to another episode of the V Games podcast today i'm joined by another wonderful guest <laughs> in her hometown in beautiful obud and it's not just some person no it's the queen of obud owning the acai queen <laughs> one of the best vegan places here in obud and it's adina river
1: Yay. thank you for
0: uh, being here well, I'm at your home. Thank you for having me and thank you for being on my podcast. How are you doing?
1: Very good, like every day actually. Not like every day, but today I feel very good.
0: (laughs) Nice, glad to hear that. Okay, Um, before we jump into the questions, which Mm -hmm. are a lot, I want to quickly tell my story how I got mm. to know you because in my story we asked for questions I was like she was helping my sexuality a lot and I got many questions like in what ways did her channel help your sexuality mm. so quickly the story how I stumbled across you there was like 3 4 years ago so you do YouTube for a long time I was um getting more and more into just you know I I, I hadn't have I haven't had so much sex and my best friend, he broke up with his girlfriend and we were like, let's go out, meet more women, have beautiful experiences. And I was like, okay, but I don't really know. Googled on uh, YouTube, found your videos, binge watched them all. (laughs) And it helped me a lot how to go down on on women, what women like, Mm. how to feel comfortable during sex. Mm. And that just helped me a lot. And ever since then my sex life is great so <laughs> I owe you a lot and then years later sex was great years later mm. I think like a year ago you were in my DMs at Vegan Strengths on Instagram and oh, I think you or shared something in your story or, and then you wrote something I think that you liked my content mm. I was like Adina River, sounds familiar, clicked on your profile. Oh, it's Adina River. I know her from YouTube. And I was like super fanboyish. And, um, and then you wrote back in German. And mm. I was like, because I, I didn't know from your videos. Yeah. And then you wrote that you also were vegan. Because in your videos, what I love, that you also um, said, um, promoted like eat more fruits, vegetables. But I didn't know that you were vegan. Mm. I was like, she's vegan. She speaks German. Mm. She's following me. <laughs> wow. And. Uh, Ever since I follow you also on Instagram, so yeah, her videos helped me a lot, a lot, a lot. So thank you for making my sex life better, and millions of other people's out there. Uh,
1: I'm so happy. I feel blessed too. (laughs) So
0: that is that is the quick story, and and yeah, and then we we met the first time in real life in Berlin you invited me for food thanks again it was delicious and i found a new place uh, she invited me for food in a place i didn't even know um and we really got to know each other and had a nice conversation and yeah. that was in cold freezing germany
1: it was and now
0: was. i'm on your couch in your home at Overt. And, and
1: it's it feels like 40 degrees <laughs> it, i outside. mean here
0: inside it's comfortable yeah but outside. and her place i think it's fair to say it's the most beautiful place i've ever seen Aww. the most beautiful home <laughs> like here i could easily see myself like living for a year yeah With, without doubt okay um first questions first i have a couple of questions for mm. myself so they're n- not so sex, sex related yeah we we'll keep it for later for the follow-up questions because i got a lot of good <laughs> questions
1: you, you want to keep the attention <laughs>
0: <laughs> you live in ubud for almost eight years where does Adina come from and what brought you here? Feel free to tell your story as long or as short as you want.
1: Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, how cool is it that somebody knows from your followers that I'm living here since eight years? <laughs> oh, no. Or did you say that? I, I don't know.
0: That is actually my question. As okay. I said, I start with my questions okay. and then we get into the follower questions. But I have no doubt many followers know because I told it in my vlog that you live here for almost eight oh, years. Okay, okay. So they, they know, they listen.
1: They listen, yeah um so yeah i've been i've been living here since it's been already eight years it's crazy but um i moved here basically because we wanted to first of all i got pregnant and um when Jonah was born my son i felt like germany wasn't the place anymore for me to be because There were so many restrictions, so many rules, and the moment that Jonah got born, I felt them even more. Because all of a sudden I received all these papers from institutions telling me that I have to vaccinate Jonah, I have to register Jonah here and there, people wanted to come to check for his health and do all kinds of things. And I was like, I I felt like observed so much more than ever before in my life, that I felt that this was not the kind of life that I anymore wanted to have for Jonah. And it made me reflect on my own life even more so. And it was a pretty fast decision then that we said, that we said let's just pack our stuff and let's just go to Bali. And it was Bali because a friend of mine, she tagged me in one of her pictures on Facebook and she said, Adina, I think you're going to like it in Ubud. And all she tagged me on was actually just some jungle pictures. <laughs> like when you look out here and mm-hmm. she, picked, she, she took some pictures of like, like palm trees and shit like that. Um, And I couldn't see anything from those pictures. She just said, I think you belong there. I think it's a good place for you. And that was the only reason I checked out Ubud. And then I found a really cool school here, which is kind of like a bamboo school. And it just looked all so free and vibrant and just different from from Germany. And I just said to Oliver, let's just pack all of our stuff. We saved like 20,000 euros, not much. And we said... Let's just go it's gonna work out and somewhere or another it feels right let's go with the flow and that's what we did and we ended up here and we liked it <laughs> and we stayed
0: and you haven't been to ubud before that
1: never never wow that's like that's i think now looking back it sounds like a pretty crazy story because most people who who then decide to move to another country they have, at least have, have been to that country But for me, it was really just an intuition that I felt this would be the right place. And if it wouldn't be the right place, I could still go to another one. I just knew that Berlin or Germany wasn't the place anymore for me to be. I felt like it was more the idea and the feeling that I had to break free from something. Maybe it was my own inner world and it was also like... The, the, the state itself, the way life itself is in Germany, which is the same in most industrialized cities and places. It's the same in, in, in LA, in New York. I just cannot envision myself anymore living in such a place.
0: That's great that you followed your intuition. And yeah. I mean, you can always go back. Yeah. If you never try, you never know. So if you're out there and you, you think about the same, but all the, oh, I can't, this, this, this. You can always go back. and. There's nothing to lose, but only to gain an experience. Absolutely. And even if you're going back, it's it's a profound experience. So imagine the Adina who didn't go, who still is in Germany. Have it's not that tent. It's not this beautiful <laughs> house here. And it's <laughs> yeah. maybe miserable. I don't know. Maybe it was beautiful there as well. But yeah. how nicely it turned out.
1: Yeah, I mean, so. you, in life you have to take risks. Right? If you don't take any risks, then there will never be any change for amazing things to happen you have to take risks there's no other way it can be what you did as well stepping out of your comfort zone doing something that other people might not have done maybe in your age most people would start studying and would like go to a normal job and not do crazy vlogging like you and being out there but that's also what got you where you are right at right now right and what led you for to me contacting you actually because i love your content as well i love that you are such an energy bunny and really spreading all that positivity and 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 positive vibes out there which is not like saying oh you all people have to eat vegan if you don't eat vegan you're bad human beings it's really rather just from a very Non know and Un- non-judgmental, non-judgmental non-judgmental perspective of, of carrying out that message and that's so needed it's the same the way I basically um, put out the message about sexuality out there it's not like oh you women oh you have to be a step more now in your femininity you have to be more this or that which would also be very much on a feminist side or I don't know, it, it, you know, there are so many people out there start speaking in a very harsh way about sexuality. Mm-hmm. And the way I would like to do it rather, or the way I'm doing it, it's rather in a soft and nurturing and yeah. abrasive way, you know?
0: About everything, they, if someone claims he knows everything and knows what's right, what's wrong, Shit. those persons often know the least things, so I always come from a point like, um, non-judgmental and sharing my experience what works for me and then yeah. find out what, what works for you and that's how you also reach the most people get the most positive feedback yes. so always yeah
1: you're the most relatable as well that's what i keep telling people as well there is no such thing as teachers or gurus out there all these people that people look up to may they be celebrities or whatnot they're all going to the same fucking problems that than everybody else And i think what needs to happen is that we get back to the same level where we start to understand that we're all learning from each other an 80 year old man can learn the same from a from a one-year-old child then the and the other way around you know it's it's always nurturing it's always giving there's no one who's above us no one who's below us and that's exactly the way we we should interact with each other more
0: totally back on track i have your why ubud but there is no why right you just came here because of those pictures and you stayed here because you you liked it here
1: yeah well the why is pretty obvious as well we were speaking about it right (laughs) it's it's the freedom that i feel here you can you can go you can step on your bike and you drive around it's up to you the way you lead your life here no one is giving you any rules now this might be good or this might be bad but for some other people, but for me, I love to be able to decide about my own life and not having other people constantly tell me you're allowed to do this, mm-hmm. to do that, not to do this or that. Because it brings us in a position where we, where we, where we create a mindset waiting for other people to constantly tell us what to do. And, and And when that happens, when we create this kind of mindset, we step out of our creator role where we actually understand that it's all about us, what we are doing in this life. No one else can tell us what to do, but we have to do this first step. And that's what I feel here more than anywhere else.
0: Yeah, if you're a freedom seeker, Ubud is your place. Yeah. If you know that freedom is your birthright, come here. Yeah. And um, I feel you. Have you traveled a lot in Bali and yeah in oh other places? I, I've
1: traveled a lot in the world. I've I've been to so many countries. Um, I lived also in Brazil. I lived in Honduras. I lived in Denmark. Like literally living mm-hmm. for longer times and. Um, but Ubud
0: is where you feel the most free and. Where, and I,
1: where I feel at the moment. I mean, you can never say never, but for now I <clears> love it here, and it's been eight years. Yeah. Talk to me again in eight years. I don't and know if maybe still the same. Yeah, but. I
0: always say like where I'm currently right now that is where i am but the world is my home next question is you covered so many topics about sexuality and many went viral with millions of views. so you helped so many people to improve their sex life do you sometimes struggle to create new content because you have talked about so many topics already
1: no (laughs) no i don't struggle to find new content because it's it's rather that i struggle with not having enough time to make other videos because besides all my project i think the Projects of video editing and filming are the ones that are the most time consuming. So
0: definitely people often underestimate that
1: Yeah, absolutely everything else is, is so much easier for me uh, time-wise speaking than um, Making all the content and all the videos. No man There's like so many things that I can talk about so many things that I haven't covered yet so many things that people need to hear about but um, it's so great it's it's endless like the topics are around sexuality around love around relationships it's it's literally endless there's so many questions and it's because it's the essence of our existence it's what we all yearn for the moment that people have reached a certain level of success uh, that they have enough money the only thing that they struggle with is either either relationships or their sexuality or their love life or their connection with themselves or their body their their, their, their feeling in their body. It's that's, that's the main essence, the moment that people don't struggle anymore with money issues that is actually what comes to the surface. So that's why there's endless questions to answer.
0: That's so great. The next question becomes irrelevant. What do you do to get creative for new content? <laughs> yes. um, and that's a good sign that you've really found your passions and follow your highest excitement because you have so many ideas, this, 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 and when you often, oh, I don't know what to do, then it's often like, or sometimes that you're not so, that it's not so your passion, but if you're really living that and loving yeah. that, then you just have so many ideas, you want to produce content. Exactly. And
1: uh, and of course, if you like work closely with your followers, then th- there's th- so th- many suggestions. There's th- th- so many questions. You don't I even, know. I don't have to seek for anything. They're giving that's me great. the questions. I know,
0: that's the best. Um, and that's also the best content because that's what people want to see.
1: Exactly. You get it.
0: What I love about you is how you own your sexuality and deal with hate. Adina gets the dumbest hate, but then answers, answers it in such a beautiful way. Any advice how to deal with hate?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, well, the thing is, look, I don't even look anymore at, at hate messages as hate messages. Because for me, any act, anything that we do is an act of love. That might sound a bit cheesy. But when people put out hate. When people say something negative to you. It is actually just another way of saying. I need love. I need to be loved.
0: Actually they are seeking mostly the most love. They are are
1: needing it the most. The people that yell the loudest. That scream the loudest. That fight the hardest. That hurt the hardest. Are those that need love the most. So it's all just a a call for, for help basically. And that's why. I don't, I don't perceive these messages anymore as something negative or so. Maybe in the beginning, I have, I've struggled with that. It hurt me a lot. I remember that uh, when I put out some videos about like with breasts, and I was always quite free in my videos, and then people, there were some really mean comments about my body and my breasts and such things. And I was so new to all that, and it hurt me quite a lot what people would say. But now I see it entirely different.
0: That's so great. Yeah for me the same the ultimate power against hate is just love you yeah. cannot fight fire with fire but if you approach hate with love mm. it's it's the best weapon because also in real life when people are annoyed angry and when you're kind and friendly mm. and it turns around yeah and uh, as you said at the beginning you get you you take it personally but don't take it personally because all hate says nothing about you but all about them totally day they are not happy in life that they seek love that they just just like it's like screaming and uh don't take it personally and approach with love and then i think you had this often a lot as, as i have when you get those comments and you answer based on love and kindness then it turns around the conversation
1: Oftentimes, and yes.
0: um and yeah that's so great that you that you yeah because many people they break down when they, when they get all the hate and they take it personally and then they stop and then they shape themselves yes. and they don't show themselves and don't talk about this anymore and don't go down this road, don't let your content or anything be shaped by hate mm. there's nothing about you so dab on the haters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right now we jump into follower questions are you ready? Yes. I'm kind of not a- attracted to having sex I love being a virgin and single Am I weird? Someone asks.
1: Whoa, that's a good question. <laughs> Isn't it? Well, um, while there is, of course, certain people who don't have a desire for sex and that has to be acknowledged, I don't believe, and please excuse me if someone else out there sees it in a different way, I don't think that it is natural to not be sexual why obvious because we have a reproductive system that is meant to reproduce right to create more human beings on this planet so when someone tells me that they don't have a sex drive or they don't have a desire for sex then i would rather like to dig deeper and ask more questions and ask like what how how did you grow up like what kind of environment have you had what kind of religious environment have you had in which you grew up like were people supportive around you speaking about sexuality has someone introduced you to the world of sexuality has something traumatic happened in your life when it comes to sexuality to love to caressing to closeness and such things because as i said before really sexuality is so much at the essence of our existence that it really is like a like a red string carrying throughout everyday life it's everywhere it's here it's between you and i it's between her and you even there is no sexuality that we exchange but there's always a sexual threat that connects all of us that is something very innocent sexuality doesn't always have to be expressed in a sexual sexual act but it is the life force that carries through us and so i think it's rather something oftentimes in people that has to be unlocked and unleashed for them to feel it again
0: beautifully said and I couldn't agree more because sexuality is so ingrained in us it's something yeah. so natural and um, I think it also has a, as, as you said and also it has a lot to do with self-love that yeah. because when you truly love yourself and you feel like you deserve everything and deserve pleasure so well and said then you love others and then you want to create love and have loving moments and when you're feeling like oh I'm not worthy I don't deserve anything and so um, yes, yeah.
1: beautifully said. Exactly, that's what it's all about.
0: And when when you come to this point, more self-love, I think, then you just wanna expand your love, mm. and also in a sexual way because it's so ingrained in us. So you yes. gotta, as you said, the good word, unleash that, unleash yes. that sexual beast in you. Let this power out. Love yourself, <laughs> love others. Yeah. And um, yeah, what do you think about birth control, and what do you think are the best ways of protection?
1: Uh, Yes, well big thing for me also Uh, about seven or eight years ago I uh, no, nine years ago already. I stopped entirely to take the pill I did take the pill like from about the age of 18 years old or so I wasn't really aware of like the negative effects that birth control has on the body So many so so many fucking crazy Mm -hmm. negative effects that birth control has on the body Um, It's 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 literally a drug that that kills all sexual desire in women that takes away their sexuality actually which leaves for me the question open why has it been created in this way but that's another story that i don't want to go too deep into but however i want to say i have been using for myself um something that is called the lady comp Mm -hmm. um I've been using that up until like maybe three years ago and um, the Lady comp is basically a tool which me- measures your temperature every day um, in the morning right after you wake up and it gives you a green a red or an orange light and that gives you a clear sign and whether you are fertile or not, mm-hmm. not fertile or whether you can have sex or not depending on what you want in life. Um, and. And then after those, uh, after that time that I used the Lady Comp, I started to not use anything at all anymore, and just really um, get in tune, fully in tune with my body. And right now, I just know exactly when I can get pregnant, when I cannot get pregnant, um, when my man can come mm-hmm. inside of me, when he cannot come inside of me. Um, and and it's it's a really beautiful connection to my body. So it literally was like letting go of the pill again, something that was. That was taking control over me from the outside telling giving my rhythm to my body versus like me actually understanding how my body works and really being in tune and that gives me gave me so much more confidence also with my body and so much more sensuality and femininity it's I I would love if more women would jump on that train
0: and I think that's also one of the best ways to do it um, because actually the days when you can can get pregnant are very few yes it's like the week before your period you cannot get pregnant the week at your period obviously not the week after your periods, you cannot get pregnant it's only like a couple of days and it's like you know, five or
1: six days that you can get pregnant depending yeah. but the difficulty is that it depends on how strong the sperm is of the man as well yeah. like how fertile is the man there is men literally there's some men who have such strong sperm that it can survive for, for many 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 days and that is the difficulty here so it's also of uh, about getting in tune with your with your partner your partner also has to be a part of the equation when a woman wants to have a natural birth control
0: and also how you feel sometimes stress and stuff yeah that's your next period further apart yeah. um what do you think about a vasectomy you know a vasectomy Uh, it's like men do it and they either cut it or they clip it together that the sperm uh, yeah yeah I know
1: my my brother has done that too Um,
0: because I'm thinking about getting one because I think like why do always girls need to do something to protect themselves and I don't want any girl to harm themselves like taking the birth control or something and that is such an easy procedure and it's mostly even reversible Um, so I'm thinking
1: mostly even but what if not the thing is I'm I'm
0: I'm already super sure that if i want kids i will adopt one but i think i don't want kids so and if then i'm quite sure that i want to adopt kids so i'm like ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that i don't want kids and if the and if then i will adopt kids so mm. what do you think then like a vasectomy
1: well it's the same <laughs> as the female body um me if you ask me, friend to friend, mm-hmm. I would always tell you stay with your natural body and rather mm-hmm. become in tune with the partners you're with. There's so many things that you can do with your partner to not impregnate her. Yeah. Impregnant her. Um I've been doing that since ages now with Oliver and we know exactly when I can get pregnant and he knows it also exactly. Yeah. Even like in the moment when we make love, he like if we are unsure, he asks me, Okay, what day is it? Um g- is it a good can i come inside or not um and nothing happens. and oliver is super fertile so Mm -hmm. since years nothing happened of course if you have changing partners that gets a little bit difficult but um i think it's more important for you to take control over your body and control over the relationships you have with other women um so that you don't have to take any external uh surgery to your body it's a little i know it's it does, it's not a big thing that you have to do but i still would say keep your body intact it's such a beautiful body you never know also life changes you know life changes constantly yeah. right now you might be in this mindset but you're super young also. I know. in 10 years and things might change entirely I know.
0: and that's the thing or i probably end up don't do it uh, because i just ask myself The person I was one year ago and how much I changed, and I think one year ago I thought like, oh, that's the person I will always be, but the reality is we change moment to moment to moment. So much
1: with person, with the moments, with the experiences you make, and you are especially such a highly growing, fastly growing person with so many interests, and you're gonna meet so many people. I'm sure, like in 10 years, when I'm going to meet you, you're going to be in a completely different place. So, I think, I mean, and what is wrong with that? What is wrong with like, taking responsibility over your body and understanding your body, understanding the connections? And edu- actually, if you women or the women that you're meeting are not educated on natural birth control, why don't you do it? You know, why don't you yeah. introduce that topic and make them aware of it? And, and please ask them to help you that you can avoid any possibly unwanted yeah. pregnancies.
0: And Tanya and I when we were in a relationship for two years, we did the same. She fortunately never took the birth control and I said, don't take it. At the beginning we took condoms, but I really don't like condoms. No. Not at all. <laughs> so then we were, we were like, what do we do? And then I informed myself and actually pulling out and uh, it's, it's such a safe me- method. And we also used an app to track her period. Mm. So we knew approximately when she's fertile and when she gets the next period and, um, we did it every period so it got more and more accurate Yes. and uh, then we used that and I just never come inside her. Um, she also doesn't like that. I don't know why but uh, we don't, we don't <laughs> do that. I just pull out and it worked two years. It works perfectly yes. and actually most of my close friends do that. It's the same method because it just works perfectly. We don't have to take anything. Sex is great. I don't really recommend it because, I, do, I, I mean, I don't say do that because I don't want that people mm-hmm. get pregnant and it's my fault. I just share what we do, do mm-hmm. what our friends do, and similar what you what the same what you do, and what works great for us. Um, so, yeah, just wanna, want to share that.
1: Well, and there is many other ways that you can do also to come.
0: <laughs> yeah, and for me, pulling out is no, it's, it's like, some, some are like, oh, if you pull out, it's not that nice. For me, mm. the nice part is the sex. The, mm. and, the, the, mm, and then like uh, yeah anyway when I pull out <laughs> it, it's still a super nice orgasm like it's like yes it's like ah uh, so for me it's not like that it's not yes I yeah so. so for me it doesn't really matter that much mm. um and and for me it's so much more important that she doesn't take the birth control okay. and uh, what matters for most for me, it's the actual sex, and without condom, it's just so much better. Oh yeah, man. I don't, I don't understand when people say it doesn't make a difference. I cannot go back. It's like, it's like you have
1: a plastic bag in yeah, between. <laughs> yeah, the
0: connection is gone, and like the penis is so, and also the retina, and so sensitive. Yeah. And the feeling and everything is just so intense, like on steroids. Mm. It's like one once you try, it, I think you never want to go back. Oh,
1: it's it's beautiful. So that you say you're so it's so sensitive for you, because a lot of men are not that sensitive anymore. And it comes, of course, also from too much masturbation, too much porn watching, too much condom use also, and too little knowledge of how to increase sensitivity in their bodies. And of course, it also happens through food, happens through movement, lots of things that can be done for men also to feel more in their bodies.
0: Totally. I want to, and yeah, and, but use your condoms if you have sex with uh, like strangers or something, always be safe. But if you have a trusting partner, anyway, do your research and uh, we just share our experiences here. Exactly. But that was beautiful. I love Adina. I've been watching her for the last three years. She taught me so much about sexuality and how to get rid of shame and trauma. I owe her so much. I would love to. Uh, I. It would be my dream to meet her. <laughs> That's not a Aww. question, but that's so nice
1: <laughs> oh that's so sweet
0: <laughs> oh, Adina, what advice would you give someone curious about the world of open relationships?
1: Mm. oh yeah man that's such a such an in topic, such a hot topic these days um what advice would i give dude like i'm still going through my own challenges i'm still learning that myself to navigate open relationships i think it's an art it's a fucking bad art to learn how to have an open i don't even call it open i call it free relationship because um that's my kind of term how that i define that i created and it basically means for me it's not even it's not even related to sexuality but it basically means that we can have an open conversation about anything, like any desire that runs through my head, any desire that I have towards another person, any sexual connection that I would like to make with another person, I can share it with my partner and I'm embraced for that. So that's the essence for me of free relationship. I think I've mastered that in my relationship, but then of course it comes to the actual act of sometimes being confronted with certain situations that are very painful but that are part of the contract, so to say, of free relationship. It's basically putting yourself out there into the into the firing, knowing that you can get burned, but accepting that the burn is part of the game, so to say. And it's gonna and you know also when you get burned, it's gonna make you more aware. It's gonna make you It's going to make you grow. It's going to make you become better and more cautious and all these things. Yeah. So that's the the reason I'm so interested in free relationships is that it helps me expand myself as a human being. It helps me to get rid of insecurities, my own insecurities. It helps me to get rid of my jealousies, which are all like little wounds that I've carried since... A young age to this life which have probably affected me in the way I'm relating to other people so it's good to get rid of these things right why hiding in a monogamous relationship where I tell a person oh, you're not allowed to do this you're not allowed to do that because this hurts me and this hurts me and this hurts me and this is for me personally not the idea of what I see as a relationship of what I want to give to a person when I'm in a relationship with them I want them to to be happy I don't want to limit them in the way um, they experience life because they might hurt me it's quite ego driven right they call this fish love it's not real love it's fish love and the only advice that i can give so far is that it needs a lot of patience it needs a lot of perseverance it needs a lot of communication and it needs so much inner strength and constantly overcoming your ego constantly And you got to deal with pain and frustration and tears that's part of the game too
0: yeah i totally agree and i think i will make an entire episode just talking about open relationships because that's what i went through or scorpio and i we or tanya we broke up like i don't know half a year ago Mm -hmm. but because for me the concept back then of a relationship didn't make so much sense and um for society we broke up but our relationship we have every day like the moments they're like still the same (laughs) and i don't like these definitions like oh now we are in a relationship Mm -hmm. so this and that and we have to do that and all the responsibility is gone now it's like with my buddies if tanya and i if we want to hang out we hang out if we don't want to hang out we don't wanna we don't hang out so we're free but our relationship is still the same like but without these definitions and supposed to and for society and your relationship you can know we're just free And we just like each other so much, so we hang out all the time. And and you support
1: each other, you're companions to each other. Exactly. That's in the end what it's all about. Look, the thing is, we are tribal people. We we are coming from the background of being tribal people, just like animals live in herds, right? So the reason people nowadays in this industrialized age are looking so hard to find the partner is to find the tribe. Yeah. Why? because we are fucking isolated and lonely mm-hmm. and even more so when we live in the city because yes there's like many people living in a fucking city but everybody lives in their own damn fucking four walls with no connection you can live in a, in a huge house with 30 people living in the same house and you don't know nobody there how bad is that That's why there is so much depression in this world at the moment, because we have so much isolation. It's killing people literally on a physical level. It's killing them. And the reason there's so much pressure now on relationships is because we find that one partner and then we want this one partner to be our entire tribe, Mm -hmm. to be our lover, to be our partner, our companion, our like our brother, our mother, our Mm -hmm. father, you know, our business partner, everything. And it's impossible you cannot be all of that it's so much pressure for Mm -hmm. men it's so much pressure to be all the time the providers to be the caretakers to be you know also stay true to their own desires yeah yeah and for women it's the same they don't always want to be mothers they don't always want to be the 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 moms to their boyfriends or the lovers they also want to be like just damn goddesses they're being appreciated from a lot Mm -hmm. of men and and i'm not saying that it's I'm not saying one thing is more right than the other. Everybody needs something else in a different stage in their life. Some people might need a monogamous approach in the beginning um, or during a certain time to heal their wounds, you know, to have a lot of attention from their partner. Some other people like you guys might be in a completely different mind space, you know, where you are capable already of like having a different type of relationship and seeing the bigger pattern of mm-hmm. why we are in relationships actually. I think a lot of relationships cannot be called love relationships. It's ego relationships mm-hmm. where one person steps into a relationship and says, I want this from you, I want that from you. If I don't get this from you, I don't love you anymore. Mm-hmm. That's not love. That's ego. That's all it is. So, yeah. And 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 I'm just at a point where I say, I have these patterns myself, but I don't want them anymore. Yeah. I want to get rid of them. And that's that's where I'm standing. I'm not I'm not on top of my game always. I have to learn a lot of things myself, but I'm I'm seeing them. I seeing I see where I want to go.
0: Yeah, I can relate so much, and that's exactly the thing that didn't make sense for me anymore about these relationships. That only one. Like in all other aspects of life, we have like abundance. We have many yeah. friends. <laughs> we have many movies we love. Many books. This, that, because it's just so much nice, not just one, but yeah. then just one partner, but. That one partner cannot fulfill anything unless you're meeting your soulmate, if there's something like that. But that is like, that is impossible, basically. I mean,
1: Isn't that also like soulmate? If we talk about soulmates, we are all soulmates and to And why each only other, one? Right? Why only
0: one? Why not have many friends yes. and like, uh, and and that's what I experienced now with Tanya. Unconditional. That we that that as I said, if we want to do something, we want to hang out, we can. But it's unconditional, unconditional love, and not on conditions, and not. And like uh, all all these ego-driven things are gone. Like we both had sex with other people and overcoming this jealousness, that was so nice for me. Because stopping this mindset of I own her, she's my property, Mm -hmm. no one can touch her. Like that is so toxic. She's a free being and if she experiences pleasure, I'm so happy for her. I want the best for her and who am I to own her, to... Mm -hmm no, no one other can give you pleasure, even if you wanted your mind. Like, yes. I, I, I got rid of this mindset and overcoming that feels so nice. Beautiful. And it all comes down to, to self-love, that you have all the love in you. And like, when I meet other people, like if you would say, oh, I don't like you, I don't want to do a podcast, like I would be fine because I know what I have. I know I love myself. Yes. I'm not like crushed or if she has sex with someone else. No, oh, no, I'm not worthy. No. Mm. And that was...
1: And, now you yeah. have to understand I I love your perspective what I've learned however is that there's a lot of people out there being very hurt like in their in their past um they have experienced very traumatic childhoods um have had very abusive relationships and when people come from that kind of background they tend to be more In the mindset of wanting to have one partner protects them so we always like when we talk about these things I can totally relate to what you're saying but I can also totally relate to other people who are coming from huge wounds huge emotional wounds and these also have to be catered to and understood so for example when a free spirit like you comes across a woman who has experienced huge amounts of hurt then I think for someone like you, it's also important to embrace these kind of people. Not There is, again, no totally. right or wrong, right? But people have to understand that it's all about healing ourselves constantly. The more hurt we have experienced, the more work we have to do. But it also means the more chances we have to actually experience tremendous personal growth. The more pain we have experienced in this life, the greater chances we actually have, I think, to rise as a soul. So it's all chances We just have to get to the point to understand it. And I think people have to understand why they are so driven to have... When people say, I I want to be in a monogamous relationship. Why do you want to be in a monogamous relationship? People have to ask themselves that honestly and understand why. What drives them to want their partner to be just be with them? And the main reason is that people have the desire to be unique. And when people have never experienced to be unique in any ways because they have not seen the uniqueness in themselves they have not experienced this from someone else telling them oh you're beautiful you're amazing people have not experienced a lot of support in their lives then they wish to find that in one person they want to be this one special person for this for this very special person that they have found and if they cannot be in this role then they fight like a lion you know to keep that role and that's what's really hurtful and yeah. harmful
0: it's so important that you that you said that um, about people who had trauma in their life and because I can only always only can speak of my experience and I I'm so lucky I never got really hurt or anything like yeah. that so I can only share my experience and I cannot and I cannot imagine how that must be and how how hard it is to trust again mm-hmm. and then once you have established this trust that you want to keep this close and stuff and it's so hard to open up to mm-hmm. new one and once you phone someone so and each relationship is different. You can never make a broad statement because you always have to look one on one the relationship. How is it and communication it's the most important thing that you be honest and talk about. Mm-hmm. And ask your partner you have in a relationship what they want, how they feel and always talk, always be open and talk and then you can figure out what works for you both what makes you both happy and be honest to yourself don't be in a relationship where you're not happy where you're not fulfilled always be honest and a breakup is nothing it's not good or bad it's just if you're not happy in this relationship then it's just the next step yeah. and we're showing because when he, when i did this video we we're breaking up all, all the people were like you cannot stay friends you cannot because they experienced that and i told yeah. them every relationship is unique and i'm gonna show you because it's unconditional now Do we still like each other and do we want to hang out and it turns out yeah because we're such good friends so we do that all the time Uh, but it's important that you talk about that because i cannot imagine how that is like being heard like that and then for some for many people a close relationship works perfectly because they got all other friends they're fulfilling this and that and all the sexuality gets satisfied from this one partner maybe
1: but i think the moment that you call something a close relationship something's already off okay You know, so you don't have to. If you're really at peace with everything, you don't have to never call it a close relationship. It just is what it is. You don't have to make any rules in a relationship. You come together and you just are together. No need to say we are in this type of relationship or that. If you're really at peace, but most people are not, and that's cool. That's fine. It's just understand yourself. Self knowledge. Self knowledge is power. The more you get to know yourself, the better you're gonna do in life. You got better. You're gonna feel in life, I would say, and I would say also what I something that I wanted to add is, it is beautiful that there is people like you because you are an example of how people could feel and think about relationships if there is if there was little trauma that happened in their lives because I think if we 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 come as empty vessels onto this planet, right? We and what basically is being thrown into the empty vessel shapes the vessel. So if there is being love thrown into this empty vessel. Then this person will only will, will never have the idea of like telling someone, but you are not allowed to do this and this and this in a relationship it, it will not come to the to to the awareness of this person It's even probably if another type of of um tribe would look at us uh the way we're leading our monogamous relationship they would laugh at us and they would say like, "What the fuck are they doing?" just like when they showed um like African women how how German women or industrialized women so to say carry their babies in like wagons, they're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are they doing? Mm-hmm. Because African women only carry their kids on their chest, right? So it's totally unnatural for them to see carrying a baby in a in a in one of these baby wagons, right? And mm-hmm. that's the same with relationships.
0: Yeah.
1: It's conditioning, always.
0: Always. That's why I broke out of this because this term relationship and didn't make sense to me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to have to females the same relationships like i have to 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 uh, men like if, not just one if you want to hang out we hang out. if not if not just unconditional and that's mm-hmm. what i love and that's we both are so free now we have our own space we do the things we love and if we want to do something together we do it but all this yeah but yeah i just think for some people they just don't want to they're already one person is already enough to, they, they they don't have time or i don't mm-hmm. know they just already satisfied so always case by case individual by individual yes. your relationships be honest talk about it, and be honest to yourself what do you want and then just be honest and talk and uh, don't cheat always talk before like like when you are attracted to other women like we all are and one when, when you have, when you want to have sex with others then tell that your partner like you know what I'm really attracted to uh, like for example Tanya and I we were in a relationship i went to thailand for three weeks and i asked her tanya if my highest excitement is i meet another girl the energy is right and i wanna share an intimate experience with that do i have you okay Hmm. at first she was like hmm and then she was like if you have to go for it i didn't find it nothing happened but i just was so nice to know that if my highest excitement is to have sex with someone there because i feel it i'm not like oh i cannot do it i have her okay and I, I felt like, wow, I know why I'm together with this girl. I felt yes. so supported. That felt so nice.
1: Absolutely. That's, that's amazing. And in that case, you, in, in that sense, you're really next level, the two of you.
0: Okay. To, because I know you've got to hurry up, uh, you've got to leave soon to Django. Um, <laughs> we're going to skip a couple of questions. It's okay. Because we went really deep and it was great. So I'm, I'm coming to the last three questions mm-hmm. um, I'm always asking my podcast guests. Are you ready? what scares you
1: what scares me I know what scares me I'm claustrophobic and (laughs) I hate being in elevators Oh, elevators already make you claustrophobic. it's horrible for me okay. elevators is the most horrible thing and I think it has something to do with my past life or shit like that I don't know okay but yeah. then
0: when you're at my place in, in Berlin don't take the elevator because it's the smallest one you've ever <laughs> seen it's tiny um, yeah but I'm also claustrophobic but elevators is okay for me um, best advice you've ever received
1: Shit, always these like best and worst things in so but, hard. Like,
0: like what comes to your mind right now?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, my son always says to me, let the emotions out. It's one of the best advices. Let the emotions out. Whenever you feel something, let it out. May it be joy, may it be tears, let it out. Whatever you don't let out gets stuck inside.
0: Yeah, beautifully said. You have a wise son.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> you should follow him on instagram by the way he has, his, he has already a thousand over a thousand follower uh, what's his name um
1: jonah the adventurer
0: exactly did he come up with this uh, name
1: i think we together yes it's
0: great what and last question what is the future of veganism
1: future hmm well it's it's probably <clears throat> on the rise it's probably on the rise because it has to because this world is being destroyed in front of our eyes so the only way to to take better care of our world is probably veganism however you know that i'm not into these labels but i think anything that really raises our awareness taking better care of this planet is something that needs to be on the rise so that should be the future
0: amen sister (laughs) and we crush the stereotype that vegans not only talk about veganism but we talked about like sexual relationships yeah. your journey to Ubud you just as you um said in i don't know many videos said each person they are known for a certain category like you're about sexuality but each person has so many facets to talk about and um then yeah that's why i could do so many podcasts with you and we didn't even talk about veganism like <laughs> um <laughs> that was so beautiful thank you for being on my podcast yeah. and talking so openly and people listen to us that we're both so open and that they also because we all should talk open and yeah. about everything and that's why uh, anyway i don't want to start around now but <laughs> i uh, when i love to talk with friends about sexuality because once we talk about sex yeah. everything becomes so much more open and we talk yes. about everything and are so much more honest and uh, sharing and stuff so um I often quickly get to this point now with friends yes, and they're like, wow, well, we can talk about it and we can talk about everything. Yeah. And that's
1: Isn't it funny, right? If you talk about how you have issues as a man with your erections or as a woman that you have problems with like achieving an orgasm, right away, I don't know why it happens, it opens the hearts of everybody else and you right away have a topic to talk about and then you get from one topic to the next topic. Again, what I said in the beginning, it's the essence of our existence. That's why.
0: Thank you so much for being here. Check out Adina if you don't know. She is a, I mean, YouTube, it's a no-brainer. Check out (laughs) the videos, binge watch them all, get your sexuality to the next level. And I also love your Instagram. Just owning, being a beautiful female and not hiding your body. But yeah, just dancing it off. I love your stories. I love your (laughs) posts. I love how you deal with hate and how honest you are and how you help people. And I'm sure the feedback, the DMs you get, I mean, you often post them in 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 your stories and I'm like, wow. (laughs) <laughs> so nice, thank you so much for being here. Any last words you want to share?
1: Not really, not really. So I think we, I think we have shared so many beautiful things, and there is so much still ma- more that we can talk about when it comes to relationship and sexuality. Maybe we do that in the next podcast. Then.
0: Another one, yes. So check another out another one. Na- <laughs> another one. Check out her Instagram, follow her, and if you're on Ubud, go to the Say <gasps> Queen. And you already know the name of your new place.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be Bali, baby.
0: So. In like five, six months, half a year from now, Bali baby, and as a queen, and you know what's best? They're both next to each other. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. First, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. Thank you. This podcast is over. Thanks but, for listening. Until next time,
1: peace out. Peace. <laughs>